It's a scripture I want to ask that you would go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And I'm just going to lift up one verse on this morning. Hallelujah. And when you get to Hebrews chapter 11, just signify by making some noise for the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11, I'm going to read from the King James Version, and it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's the only scripture I want to read this morning uh, as we start our uh, worship experience. Let us have a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you once again for this day we thank you lord for jesus and the blood that never loses its power we thank you lord for your word your wit written word god your spoken word your living word we pray and ask now god that the word would come alive within us god allow us to be the living testimony to be the living witnesses that you call for us to be and god I ask now god that you would give me revelation speak to me that i might share with your people god what the Spirit is saying to the church, God, that we might grow thereby, that we will be the witnesses that you've called for us to be in this season, that nothing will be able to separate us from your love. Now have your way in our worship experience out in the open air, God, in the, in the public, God. We pray, Lord, that someone would hear the word and their hearts will be pricked, God, that they might receive the word and come to know you for who you are in the power of of your suffering and the power of your resurrection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, come on, let's give God. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice. We shall rejoice. I want to share from the topic, what do you believe? What do you believe? Our text says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But if you ask most people what they believe, they really can't give you a discreet answer. The Apostles' Creed uh -huh, is about what we believe, and this is what the Apostles' Creed says, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his holy Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, which we don't see, born of the Virgin Mary, who we've read about, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the universal church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, 
and life everlasting. That's the uh, 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 Apostles' Creed. That's what we believe. That's what the apostles believe. And it's simply it's stating that we believe in Jesus and, and that's our hope and that's our way back to the Father. That's our way into heaven. Our text describes faith as something that is hoped for. In other words, it's what I don't see with my physical eye. It must be something I have envisioned, uh -huh. something that there is no evidence it could happen in the natural sense. That's faith. That's faith. That's faith. Don't miss what I just said. I said something you don't see in the natural sense, because if you see a way for it in the natural, it's not really faith. Uh, let me validate that by giving you some scripture. Romans 8 and 24 said, for we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he yet hope for? So if we see it in the natural, it's not by faith. Once again, faith is believing uh, what we can't see. Uh-huh. Faith is believing what we can't see. Habakkuk 2 and 3 in the NIV says, For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, it says, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. But the King James Version says, for the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarry, wait for it, it shall come to pass. Uh, Acts 2 and 17 in the King James Version says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. You can also find the same thing in Joel 2 and 28. Uh huh. You, 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 you got to get this in your spirit. Uh huh. Uh, they say the same thing. In other words, seeing what has not yet happened—that's that's faith. That's faith. Seeing what what ha ha hasn't happened yet. And, and, and when you really start to dissect the scripture, it's plainly saying that we must see in the spirit what we are believing God for. Let me say that again. We must see in the spirit what we are believing God for in the natural so it can come to pass. This brings me to my first point in my lesson for today. If you can see yourself in a different position than you are now, or if you can't see yourself in a position in which you are now, you will never change your position. You see, there are some folk who talk faith, but the only thing they see is just getting by. They, they, they really don't see 
faith. Uh, uh, when, when you really listen at them, and when you really listen at what's coming out of the mouth, it says, I'll do this and my rent will be paid. Or I'll do this and my mortgage will be paid. I'll do this and I can make it until next year. But I declare unto you this morning, brothers and sisters, we must look beyond right now and see things from the eyesight of Almighty God. We got to see things the way that God sees them. We got to see the way, see things the way God thinks of them. In, in, in other words, the way we do that is we must spend time with God. Why should I spend time with God if I'm going to know the mind of God? I've got to spend time with God. And if I'm going to know the will of God, I must spend time with God. If I'm going to know the focus of God, I've got to spend some time with him. If I'm going to operate in faith, I've got to spend time with God. If I'm going to see visions, I've got to see the vision that God is putting before me. If I'm going to have appropriate dreams, I've got to have the mind of Christ so that when the dream comes, I can recognize and identify that it is from God and not from my flesh. I've discovered in my lifetime that wherever you focus the most attention, that's where your heart will be. And you'll realize that that's what's really the driving force in your life. And that's what really is controlling your life. And if I were to use an analogy now during the pandemic, that the only really sport that they're actually operating in is pro golf but in order for a golfer to become a pro he goes out every day and he hits ball after ball after ball after ball and one thing about a pro golfer and one who wants to be a pro golfer he never plays the same course all the time mama jean because every course is different every course has its own challenge every course has different holes and i want you to understand that as a believer there are some courses that we're going to go through that are not going to be the same and the faith that you had yesterday won't get you through the course that you facing the day. The faith you had yesterday won't get you what you're going to face tomorrow. And so that's why the text says now faith is talking about what you got to operate in now. You see every day just like new mercies every day we got to have some new faith. Every day we face a different mountain. Every day we face a different obstacle. So we got to have now faith. And our faith is built upon some substance that can only come from God himself by the way of Jesus Christ. So we got to spend some time with God. And as we spend some time with God, just like the, the golfers, every now and then you might have a hole in one. Every now and then you might par. And every now and then you might bogey. And every now and then. And all that simply means is if you par, that means if you're on a hole five and it's a par five, that means you got five chances to get the ball in the hole. That's why they call it a par, a, a par five. Now, on a course, you got some par fives, you got par fours, you got par threes, and you even got par twos. 
You see, but most of all the part two, they're only like 300 yards. But when you get to part four or five, some of them are 575 yards. And I want you to understand this morning that it's not a direct path. Sometimes you got to go around the sand pits and sometimes you got to go by the, the water holes. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to tell somebody this morning that you got some sand pits on the way. I'm trying to tell somebody that you got some ponds on the way. I want somebody to understand that you got some trees on the way. And it takes faith to get beyond them. It takes faith because you can't always see the hole in a direct line. And every now and then you got you'll find yourself at the base of a mountain. And every now and then your faith has got to tell you it's time to move around this mountain. But it takes faith, it takes faith, it takes faith. It's so order, in order to have that kind of faith. You see, you got to be like that golfer. You got to practice every day. Uh -huh. What are you trying to say, Pastor? I'm trying to tell you it's a daily process. I'm also trying to say that we must change the way we think. And we got to start nourishing our subconscious mind with the things of God. Lord have mercy. Yes, it's good to know how to make homemade ice cream. But when you're in the midst of a pandemic, it's not the ice cream that's going to heal you. When you're in the midst of a pandemic, it's not the ice cream that's going to make you feel better. It's only the word of God that we have a hiding place. It's the word of God where we can find refuge. It's the word of God by faith because we can't see God. So it's by faith that we're walking in this power. I better give you some scripture to back up what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So I went to 1 Kings, and in the 17th chapter, it talked about a woman down in Zarephath, and the prophet Elijah went down to the woman. I'm talking about now faith, y'all. Y'all grab a hold of this, uh-huh. And you see this woman that God has set, set Elijah down to, down in Zarephath, this woman only had a little bit of flour. This woman only had a little bit of little bit of oil, and she was gathering some sticks uh, to prepare her meal. And this is what she says: She said, "I've got enough for me and my son." She said, "I got the oil, I got the flour. I'm gathering sticks. We gonna eat, and we gonna die." It looked like she had given up, but when God sent the man of God, the man of God spoke the word of. God and the woman at Zarephath received the word. She received the word from the Lord. But this is the key. If she had not received the word, then things could very well have turned out differently. Y'all got to realize something. She saw what she had in the barrel. She saw what she had in the, in the jar. But she received by faith what was spoken. So now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And every step some things not seen. You see, before this woman uh -huh, had received the word, uh -huh, there's something she had to do. See, faith without works is dead. That's what Brother James said. We'll get there. Uh -huh. You see, this woman uh, had to make uh, a sacrifice. Uh, what are you talking about, preacher, about making a uh, a sacrifice. You see, she realized she had enough for her 
And she realized that she only had enough for her son. But Elijah said, first, uh, make me a small cake. Uh, how many of y'all know uh, that God, by faith, always sends an increase? Lord, have mercy. Uh -huh. So this is what she did. Uh -huh. She could have uh, said, no, I only got enough. Uh, but I believe that as the Spirit spoke to her, that this woman, all she could see uh, was herself sowing a seed uh, to the man of God. And because she sowed the seed, uh, she reaped the harvest, Mama Jean, because she sowed the seed. Lord, y'all grab a hold of this now. What she saw in the barrel, it never decreased. It never increased. But it never run out. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you things ain't always the way they look, Sister Mac. Every now and then you got to see things the way God sees them. But that called faith. That cause looking through a different set of eyes. You got to look through your spiritual eye and see things the way God sees them. And not the way they really are. Yeah. One thing I like about this woman, because of her faith, her faith caused her to be obedient. And because of her obedience, Mama Jean, there was no lack. She never ran out. Watch this now. Now, now, now y'all got to realize something. That Elijah had prayed that there would be no rain. And the Bible says for three and a half years, it didn't rain. Why is that so important? Because Elijah told the woman that as long as she did what she was supposed to do, that her meal and her oil would last until there was rain. How many of y'all know this morning that the latter rain is greater than the former rain as long as you got faith in God? Uh-huh. Uh, it was a matter of surviving for this woman. It was a matter for her son surviving. Uh huh. Uh, she knew what she had, but she knew what God could do. Lord, have mercy. Yes, I know that's the story in the Old Testament uh, about the man called Elijah, uh -huh, the prophet. But if I go to the New Testament and I go to Acts chapter 8, there's another disciple there, an apostle by the name of Peter. You see, one of the ways uh, that you keep in contact with God uh, is you got to be praying. Uh, you got to pray not only when you need something. Uh, you got to pray when you don't feel like it. You got to pray for folk who despitefully use you. You got to pray when things are going well. You got to pray uh, that he and, he and he will keep you in perfect peace uh, because your mind is stayed on him. The Bible says in, in, in chapter 11 of the book of Acts that Peter was praying. And while he was praying, the Bible said that he saw a vision let down from heaven. And it said, while the vision was let down from heaven, a voice spoke to him three times. And the voice said to him, don't call unclean what God has cleaned. I better confess here, Sister Max, uh, uh -huh, because the Bible says confess your faults one to another. You see, every now and then as a pastor, and I look at the membership, uh, uh, and I get sort of discouraged. Uh, I listen as some folk talk. Uh, they talk a good game, but they ain't walking no kind of walk.
walk. I get discouraged sometimes because folks show up when they want to. I want you to understand something. I don't mind my phone ringing, but don't let it ring just when you want something because you know I know how to get a prayer or breakthrough with God. So every now is good. Now and then, it's just good to hear somebody's voice. You know they've been led by the Spirit of God. Every now and then, all of us need an encouraging word, but you'll never know what you need if you don't talk to God. And so the Bible says Peter was praying. Uh-huh. You see, I'm learning, Mama Jean, that there's no failure in God. I'm learning, Sister Max, that God's grace is sufficient in spite of what I want, in spite of what I feel, in spite of what I see. God's grace, Deacon Kelly, is still sufficient. So the Bible says that while Peter was praying, uh-huh, and Peter got up, Peter said, Peter was praying and said, God, you know, I don't deal with the unclean stuff. But God had to remind him, don't call unclean what I've called clean. And the Bible says, as the conversation ended, said that Peter got up and soon as he got up, there was a knock at the door. And there were some brothers who had came from Caesarea and Peter left with them according to the scripture. Now, now y'all grab this because the Jews were about to be in fellowship with the Gentiles. Somebody ought to hear what I'm saying. Every now and then, it's your faith that will cause you to witness to somebody else who you wouldn't normally witness to. The key to this thing is it's faith uh-huh. so the Bible says that Peter was praying in the city of Joppa and he was praying but listen at this now but the Bible doesn't say he asked for anything the Bible didn't say Peter was asking anything how many times do you pray and not ask God for something how often do you pray well let me let, let me let me just help you let me encourage you this morning in order to have faith there must be a relationship. And if there's a relationship, the relationship's called fellowship. And if there's fellowship, then it causes kinship. What's the difference? What are you talking about? In other words, as long as there's a relationship and fellowship, then likeness shows up. That's why some folk don't want to hang around you anymore. Because now you're starting to act like you got Jesus. Now you're starting to act like you got the Holy Ghost. Now you start talking Jesus. So I text says that faith is the substance. In other words, my faith has to be built on something. Lord have mercy. And what are you talking about? Our faith has to be built on something. Lord have mercy. The hope, the psalm writer said this, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. L- 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 listen carefully. I'm hoping, in other words, uh, for what I don't see based on the substance of the word of God. Amen. Amen. What is substance? Substance is a particular kind of matter with uniform properties. It's essential in nature. It's essence. It's essential in essence. It's a fundamental or characteristic part or quality. That's what faith is. I'm saying something this morning. Ultimate reality that underlies all outward manifestation of things. In other words, my faith is what causes things to, to manifest. My faith 
faith is what caused me to act the way I do. My faith is what causes me to believe. So faith is the substance through which we receive from God. Our salvation is from God. So the confidence of the believer in the promises, that's faith. This confidence is based on the conviction that when the promises are laid hold of by faith, then the results of that faith are guaranteed. Let me say that again. Uh -huh. The confidence of the believer in the promises. Uh, yes, we believe in the promises. And this confidence uh, of our belief is based on the conviction that when the promises are laid hold of by faith, then the results of that faith are guaranteed. Because I believe I receive, in other words, uh, because you believe you have. Uh, uh, you see, when you go boldly to the throne of grace, uh, you believe that God's going to answer your prayer. And when you come up with a praise, when you come up with a shout, when you come up in faith, then God manifests himself. As a matter of fact, sometimes right while you're praying, the manifestation shows up and you get the answer right while you're speaking. So to have faith in God is to make a practical commitment, the kind involved in trusting God or trusting in God. Mm -hmm. The root meaning in the Greek of faith is pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. In other words, it's faith is trust. That's, that's, that's all it is. You see, faith is an action. I can say what I want, but if after I say it, I don't walk in it, it's not faith. I better give you some scripture to back that up. That's why I told you I'm going to get to Brother James. James 2 and 14 says, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So we must work beyond what we see. Let me get, can I talk, can I take the time and talk about another witness? Uh, you see, Brother Noah built an ark in spite of what was going on around him by faith. Uh, Y'all grab a hold of this. Because as long as we use wisdom, and as long as we use the word, and as long as we believe, we ain't got to worry about a whole lot of things coming not our dwelling, especially the coronavirus. Let me say this now, because more people are becoming infected because they're not using wisdom. More people are becoming infected because they're not making wise decisions. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. What are you trying to say? Folk are still having family reunions. They're still having parties. They're having party on the beaches. And so now because of the, 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 the spike in the, the, the diagnosis, in the number of of cases uh, is happening because folk ain't being wise. Uh, let me help some of you this morning. Uh, stop having the, the, the family reunions. Uh, as a matter of fact, we counsel both of ours for this year. Stop having the social parties uh, simply because uh, people are being infected by the thousands. Uh, simply because they think it won't come nigh their dwelling. I stopped by to tell somebody on my way to heaven, uh, you can act like a fool if you want uh, and think God gonna bail you out. I want you to understand this morning. The devil 
come to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes, Jesus said, I came that you might have life. But look, don't, don't rush your number. Don't shorten your numbers by making foolish decisions. Trust in the Lord in all thy ways. Lean back to that own understanding. Acknowledge it all the way, and he will direct your path. He will direct your path. So, so, so Noah, in spite of what was going on around him, by faith, Noah found favor in the eyes of God. You find it in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 8. And verse 9 says this. In other words, he was a righteous man. He walked with God. Uh -huh. His faith caused him to build even though this was unheard of. What are you talking about? It had not rained. They didn't know about the rain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, but because he found favor with God, because he listened to God, because he realized God was his substance, because he realized God was his way maker, because he realized that God was his heart fixer and his mind regulator. When God said build an ark, y'all grab a hold of this. Noah started building. It took 100 years, Mama Jean, to build the ark. But how many of y'all know that God is not slack concerning his promise? Whether it takes 100 years, 100 seconds, God will do what he says. As long as you got the faith to believe, God will do. God will. I better go back to the New Testament now. So I'm going back to the book of Acts. Now y'all look at this faith now. We're here, we're gathered here this morning. So the Bible in, in Acts 12 records Peter being locked up in jail. And the Bible said that Peter was chained and bound in between two prisoners in jail. But the Bible says that the church kept praying. Lord have mercy. Somebody need to hear what I'm saying. Somebody say I'm praying. There you go. You got it. You got it. Somebody else say I'm praying. You got it. Somebody else say, I'm praying. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it. So the Bible said, uh-huh, that the church kept on praying even though the apostle Peter was locked up in jail. And as long as the church kept praying, God couldn't stay in heaven and not hear the prayers of the righteous. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And the Bible says that while the church was praying, God sent an angel to the jail and God woke Peter up in the middle of the two prisoners. And the Bible Bible says uh, that he woke him up uh, and he carried him out of the prison. And Peter thought he was seeing a vision. He thought he was dreaming. Lord have mercy. And the Bible says uh, that he took him right on through the prison. Uh, I want you to understand something this morning. Uh, that the prayer of the church uh, has to keep going on. That's the faith uh, that has substance. Uh, that can cause mountains to be removed. Uh, I don't know uh, what you're asking for. I don't know what you're believing God's for, but I know some of them things may seem impossible, but it's time to start believing God for not only what you need, but it's also time to start laying your desire before God. And if you lay it before my faith, the Lord have mercy. If you're laying before him by faith. Yeah, Philippians 4 and 19 says he'll supply all of our needs. But it's time to put your faith to greater use. 
and believe God for the desires of your heart. Uh huh. Because he said, delight thyself in it. That's, that's, that's Psalm 34, 37 and 4. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. In other words, put your mind to work. Mm -hmm. You see, we are new creatures. And we got to stop thinking small. We got to stop hanging with the buzzards. And we got to start soaring with the eagles. We got to put our mind to work and meditate on the word of God day and night so that you can bring forth fruit in your season. You'll find that in Psalms also. Psalms 1. We got to stop allowing someone else to reap your harvest because you won't walk by faith. What do you believe? What is your purpose? What are you supposed to possess? What are you supposed to be? Who are you supposed to be? Receive whatever God has promised you by faith. Receive it by the substance. The substance of the word. The substance of prayer. The substance of the blood. The substance of the Holy Ghost. They're all working together. What do you believe? Let me give you just a couple things that the saints ought to believe. Uh, according to the scripture, it says, ought to believe that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what the scripture says about me. Ought to realize and believe that I am an heir to the throne of God. That's what the scripture says about me. Uh, the scripture says uh, I am above and not beneath the scripture says I am the head and not the tail that's what I believe uh, so folk can stop telling me what I'm not uh, I need somebody to help me believe what I am Lord I, and I, this is what I am I am uh, what I am uh, and who I am uh, by the grace of God uh, that was poured out on the throne uh, by his son Jesus Christ uh, so that I could be born and a conqueror him that love me by faith. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. So faith is. And I'm finished. The substance of things hoped for. Start believing God for what you don't see. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Uh, you've been broke for a long time. I challenge you to start believing God for a miracle for your breakthrough. Lord have mercy. Start believing God that you are the lender and not the borrower. Start believing God that you are healed uh, by faith. You're not sick. Uh, Lord have mercy. You're not dying. Lord have mercy. We got to believe God by faith according to what he says and who we said we are in the word of God. I've been talking to our bishop the last couple of days and Sister Pritchett's mother, they brought her home from the hospital. I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday. Under hospice care. And just on last evening, they... Uh, My, 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 what a word, what a word. If you are enjoying this broadcast and it has been a blessing to your life, we encourage you to sow into the ministry. You can sow by using Cash App. 
with the code of dollar sign faith unity va faith with a capital f unity with a capital u capital va dollar sign faith unity va we pray god's blessing upon you and may the blessings of the lord overshadow you be blessed